0: Welcome to another new NACE International Podcast. My name is Ben Dubose, and I'm a staff writer with Materials Performance Magazine and with Coatings Pro Magazine. Today, as we continue our interview series, we're joined by Mark Thomas, the Vice President of Marketing at Protective Coatings Manufacturer, Tonemic. Mark, good afternoon. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you on. And we're also joined by Scott Kielby, Director of Sales for the Water Tank Market at Tonemic. Scott, welcome to the podcast. How are you?
1: Well, I'm fine, and thank you again uh, for having me and and Mark for this broadcast.
0: So on today's show, we're going to be talking about the coating business for water tanks because Tanemic just wrapped up their 15th annual Tank of the Year contest. For anyone who hasn't seen yet, the 2020 winner is a tank in Destin, Florida, and we will be talking about that job in just a little bit. But before we get to that, if y'all could, please tell us some more background about the contest. With this being the 15th year that you've done it, what are effectively the goals of this and what benefits have you guys seen this having brought to the industry?
2: Ben, this is Mark. Uh, A little background on the Tank of the Year contest. Uh, In the 90s and into the early 2000s, we were seeing a trend towards more elaborate and creative uh, paint designs and schemes on the exterior of these elevated water tanks. And it was really in uh, 2005, 2006 with the painting of the Rosemont tank in Illinois near O'Hare Airport that we had a group of water tank uh, committee members within TANEMIC that said we really ought to do something to help celebrate and and promote some of these beautiful tanks that are being painted. And so that was really the origin of the Tank of the Year contest. And that was in 2006, I think the first year, a Rosemont tank was the winner and we had about 34 entries. And it's really the the goal of the of the contest is to just really celebrate the creative uses of protective coatings. Obviously, a water tank is a vital infrastructure piece. It's utilitarian. Coatings can kind of be utilitarian if it's just for the corrosion protection and the immersion service. But then you you leap towards more creative uses uh, with a lot of these elaborate. Uh, designs and different murals, and so that was really the point of the Tank of the Year contest was to show the creativity and that hometown pride that a lot of these communities have in their water tank.
0: So to start off, tell us a little bit more about the 2020 winner. As I mentioned, it's based out of Dustin, Florida. I know it was selected by your panel of water tank enthusiasts. You can go into that if you want as far as the the judges, the criteria. but. Just generally speaking, explain what those criteria are and what it is about this particular tank that stands out.
1: Uh, this is Scott, and I'll try to answer that uh, question, uh, Ben. Uh, you know, the the, the uh, water tank committee is probably the uh, most secretive uh, uh, committee within uh, make, uh and, and that's supposed to be a little bit of a a, a kidding aside, but. <laughs> Uh, we uh, we have uh, you know a, I would call it a broad uh, selection group on, on or selection uh, um, criteria for for selecting the tank of the year and Mark already mentioned uh, most of those the creativity the uniqueness of the design um, and uh, you know the story behind. Uh, the tank and the design itself always is, enters into that that selection process. But most importantly is the, utilizing uh, the most uh, sustainable solutions uh, and the best performing products for these very un, unique designs in the community. Now Destin um, is uh, the owner is the Destin Water Users. Uh, uh, Poly Engineering uh, did the engineering on that, and the project engineer, Ms. Beth Brandt, was a project engineer. Very uh, enthusiastic uh, uh, people, as you can see. If you've seen the design, then I think it speaks for itself. Um, the 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 tank f- uh, fabricator, and this uh, it was unique in a lot of different ways. Not only the mural that was uh, uh, coated on the tank, but uh, the the it wasn't a normal contract uh, that you would see in a in a brand new built water tank. The uh, the tank fabricator was Phoenix Fab- Fabrication Fabricators out of uh, Indiana. Um, however, uh, the basically the painting process was taken out of uh, the uh, tank fabricators contract mm-hmm. and and uh, was contracted directly with the owner. Uh, American Suncraft did the, out of Ohio, did uh, the painting, uh, 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 with the exception of the actual mural itself. Uh, uh, Very well-known local artist, muralist, uh, Mr. Eric Hind, uh, did the mural, uh, and he's actually done three other, or two other, tanks uh, in in the area uh, that have made uh, the the Water Tank uh, of the Year uh, contest, and been one of the previous Tank of the Year winners. So,
0: In general, what are some of the big challenges that come from coating water tanks? What are asset owners thinking about when they're considering, or what should they be thinking about at least, when they're considering all the various coating technologies that are out there as potential solutions?
1: Well, this is Scott again, and I'll, I'll uh, uh, take a shot at answering that. I mean, uh, from an owner's standpoint, it's uh, asset preservation, um, and and first and, and, and foremost, I mean, the owners have to make an informed decision on on coatings that last the longest, uh, both from a corrosion standpoint mm-hmm. as well as uh, an aesthetic standpoint, um, and they have to do all that by fitting it within a budget. Um, the budget we try to work with them and help them coming up with what is certainly going to fit it within the budget, but not only today's budget, but uh, uh, the longest uh, lasting uh, uh, service because what we promote and always uh, talk about is the longest service life yields the lowest life cycle costs and, of course, the most sustainable solution. Now, from a contractor standpoint, uh, there's way too many. Uh, challenges that, that uh, we have time for in this particular podcast. But mm-hmm. let's just mention that um, uh, this is not, uh, this is a pretty sophisticated operation and the contractors uh, have to know many uh, different things. One contractor actually told me uh, the easiest point is when you get to the point of being able to pull the trigger. Uh, everything else up to that point is uh, takes a lot of work, preparation, uh, training, uh, not to uh, just uh, mention a few of those. Of course, you're you're painting for the most part, uh, structures that are up in the air. So safety is first and foremost. Uh, you're dealing with sophisticated materials that are multiple components. Uh, you have to make sure uh, that you're you're aware of the environment. Uh, all your environmentals can change. Uh, within an hour uh, any given application, which can affect uh, the, the coding. So, uh, needless to say, it's, um, it, it's, a, uh, it's a very sophisticated uh, and challenge from a contractor standpoint. They are unique unto themselves. Painting a water tank up in the air is uh, a very skill set uh, and, and uh, requires a lot of preparation for for the, from a contractor standpoint.
0: No doubt. And the Destin tank, of course, that's right on the Gulf of Mexico. I know the Series 700 Hydroflon fluoropolymer, I believe, was the system of choice from you all as the manufacturer. Generally speaking, what are some of the benefits of a fluoropolymer system for that type of environment? Ben, this is Mark. I can answer that.
2: So Hydroflon was the the top coat selected for the Destin tank and we Mm -hmm. see a lot of these very uh, decorative and colorful water tanks utilizing Hydroflon Uh, and really the the benefit of that is it provides the best color and gloss retention of any top coat um, on the market and fluoropolymer technology in general is extremely high performing. It vastly outperforms even a a polyurethane top coat, which is kind of considered the standard Mm -hmm. finish coat for um, steel substrates. And so Hydroflon has been on the market for about 20 years. Uh, A lot of manufacturers offer a fluoropolymer technology uh, like Hydroflon, Uh, but we've got uh, case studies going back almost 20 years now uh, with still very good color and gloss retention, and no, no plans in the immediate future to have to repaint that by the owner. So as Scott was saying, it's really extended those painting cycles out and saved the owner uh, considerable cost in going back and, and doing an overcoat system after a few years. So we're really looking with exterior top coats uh, like Hydroflon at 20, 25-year um, uh, service life, which is fantastic and really does save the owner Uh, a lot of money in the long run. Uh, The other thing with Hydroflon, obviously, it's a a very uh, elaborate paint scheme on the Destin tank. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, But being on the coasts and being in high UV, it's going to take um, uh, considerable weathering. And so having a product like Hydroflon is going to keep that mural looking pristine for as long as possible. With over 37,000 readers, Materials Performance is the world's largest circulation magazine dedicated exclusively to corrosion prevention and control. Published monthly by NACE International, Materials Performance covers the latest technologies, techniques, and methods of corrosion control used in industries and infrastructure worldwide. Sign up for your subscription today at materialsperformance.com slash subscribe.
0: So out of the nearly 300 water tanks that were nominated for the 2020 contest. There was also a People's Choice winner from Bozier City, Louisiana. That's in the northwest corner of the state near Shreveport. Overall, there were more than 23,000 votes cast as far as your online voting. So tell us if you could a little bit, I guess number one, about the Louisiana project, the chosen system, those types of factors. And then secondly, why you guys also have the People's Choice component in the first place, because obviously you have your criteria, you have your judging panel that we discussed earlier, yet the people's choice gives sort of a different realm to it, I feel like, in that it speaks to the industry at large and sort of gives them an opportunity to weigh in. So if you could, like I said, first off, just go into a little bit of what stood out with the Bozier City tank and the coding system. And then secondly, just talk a little bit, if you could, as far as just the motivations
1: for uh, people's choice in the first place. This is Scott. I'll, I'll jump in here and try to answer that. Uh, Bozier City is a fantastic story. And I. Uh, I literally just discovered uh, part of the story here here recently. Uh, but as you can see from the the pictures of Bowser City, uh, it's uh, first of all, a, a patriotic th- uh, theme, uh, had tremendous uh, community support. Uh, the The support largely comes from the Barksdale Air Force Base. and uh, the, of course the the theme around first responders. And they're very passionate about that. The engineering group was the Mancheck Group. Um, CBI was a builder, uh, fabricator. Uh, Southern Bridge and, or Southern Road and uh, Bridge was a painting contractor out of out of Florida. All uh, good uh, Tennamic customers and, and supporters. But uh, th- the actual story behind the design and and this uh, this first responder theme um, was. Uh, Uh, started with the hiring of the architect, uh, uh, Mr. Mike, I hope I have pronounced this correctly, McSwain, I think is the way it's pronounced. Uh, And he actually sent me something that he uh, uh, wanted to make sure that I I, I got as part of this podcast. So if you don't mind, I'd like to just read this. He said, the (laughs) Bossier City Bozier City Water Tank Graphics were intended to make the most striking, bold, bright statement embodying the spirit of our community. Nothing captures the spirit better than the words of Lee Greenwood from the song "Proud to Be American." Of course, that we've all heard. I'm not going to attempt to sing <laughs> the song here in this broadcast. He goes on to say that the water tank graphics are bold, uh, have bold colors that announce our support for our troops and first response, r- responders. Bozier City has long held ultimate respect for our police and fire departments, and the messaging here is we support our first responders. Uh, It is uh, Barksdale Air Force Base is the home of the B-52 bomber and uh, certainly is an integral part of the community. Many locals have uh, relations to the base, whether they are current airmen or the thriving retired military community. On a daily basis, all of us in the community are proud that our base is regularly uh, regularly see the B-52s flying over our city, and of course, then he mentions it and uh, points out that at the top of the the tank, uh, there's a picture of a shadow of a B-52 on on the top of that tank. And some of the pictures that you will see in the, in various promotions of of that particular tank, including the Tanami calendar, um, have um, show that picture. But that picture was actually taken. From uh, from a B fifty two bomber flying over. So uh, neat, interesting story. Obviously, the community behind it. Uh, this is one hundred percent their doing, and uh, the whoever ends up with the most votes gets the People's Choice Award. And Ben, this is Mark. Just to elaborate on that a little bit, that's a perfect
2: example of uh, the excitement that gets behind the the voting, online voting for Tank mm-hmm. of the Year, and. Um, And that tank in particular got over 6,000 votes uh, for a relatively small community, which is just outstanding. I think people got behind that design. It was definitely a point of pride for that region. And we see a lot of that, where even small towns will get behind their tank. And and it just speaks to the fact that these elevated water tanks aren't just this piece of water infrastructure. They really are a symbol for the community. Uh, They're a landmark for small towns and rural areas and even cities. And so I think that's one reason why, too, you're seeing more elaborate uh, designs go on these because they, they realize what a point of pride that can be for the entire community. And so the People Choice Award, uh, whoever wins that in, in the online voting automatically gets included with 11 other tanks uh, that are chosen by this internal committee within Sinemics. So uh, People's Choice is almost an automatic bid uh, for Tank of the Year consideration. And sometimes it ends up being the People's Choice Award and the Tank of the Year. Uh, but in this case we had dustin obviously as think of the year
0: and uh, Boosier city as the uh, people's choice so i know that in general 2020 was an odd year with covid did that impact the contest at all i'm just curious if you have or have had roughly the same amount of interest in the program this year and also looking ahead to the 2021 cycle are you guys still seeing the same type of interest and demand for Tonemic materials, these types of water tank coating projects. Just talk if you could about the market dynamics of everything that's happened with COVID in 2020 and what it means for the program and for uh, you guys as, as a manufacturer entering 2021.
2: Good, this is Mark. I'll answer the the first part. Um, I can address how it affected the tank of the year contest. And, and luckily it really didn't have much of an effect. Um, I mentioned in 2006 we had about 34 tanks submitted mm-hmm. that quickly rose up. And it, depending on the year, we have 275 to 350 uh, water tanks submitted. And it's just a fantastic uh, program. People really do get excited, and they don't have to be on, at the scale of the Destin tank uh, to enter. We Any tank that's submitted uh, with tenemic Coatings is part of the contest. And so we really didn't see a, a drop-off. We had um, about 275 tanks this year. Uh, which was kind of right on our our average, and we had over 20,000 votes online, which was kind of in line with previous years. So luckily, COVID didn't really have a negative effect on the contest.
1: Yes, uh, this is Scott. I'll try to just uh, add on that. I I, I would echo exactly what Mark said. This year, I, I don't see that the COVID affected it at all. And, and let's hope that in the future it won't have an effect on it uh, also uh, at all. There, there, you know, as far as the 2021 outlook, uh, there's a lot of things that uh, might affect uh, the overall water tank uh, market. But, uh, you know, obviously tomorrow is a very important day, uh, whether uh, the infrastructure package uh, gets passed by the future Congress or, or, or not, it might might have an impact uh, impact on it. But largely, I I don't see, and I think for most of the uh, tea leaves we we're, we're reading right now, that it's going to have much of a, a or a major impact on 2021. Now, what it might have uh, impact beyond 2021 still remains to be seen, but. Uh, One thing you got to remember is uh, these tanks aren't uh, just designed, bid, built, painted, and up for Tank of the Year uh, contest uh, in uh, just a few weeks or or a matter of months. Most of the pipeline for uh, the majority of 2021 is already in the place. Probably it, it hasn't been bid. Will be bid here shortly, and so that those things uh, uh, you you could you can measure by just the activity around them what the activity going forward is is a real question here but 2021 we're pretty optimistic that everything will uh, continue to be uh, as uh, you know as good as it's been this past year
0: as we wrap up the podcast for anyone wanting more information about the tank of the year program or just tenemic in general What's the best way that they can get that? And either or both of you guys, you can feel free to toss out your website or any other promotional materials that are available if people listening have further questions. Ben, this is Mark. I can answer that for you. Uh, If you want more
2: information on the Tank of the Year contest, you can go to tankoftheyear.com. That's part of the Tanimic website that has information about the contest itself, the winners this year, uh, even some past winners. also has some information on the products that were used uh, on some of those tanks. And you can also request one of our Tank of the Year calendars. Uh, that's uh, an annual ritual that we go through with printing and handing those out to uh, customers, and we're happy to send you one. Or you can also find your representative at Tanimic.com and request one from them.
0: Sounds great. And that's where we will wrap up today's podcast. For Mark Thomas and Scott Kielby, I'm Ben DuBose. And if you want more insight from us before our next podcast, I strongly encourage you to check out nace.org, materialsperformance.com, and codingspromag.com. Also, if you have not already, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review if you can. As always, thanks for listening, and please come back soon for another new episode right here at NACE International. Calling all Coatings
2: contractors. We have a great resource for you. Coatings Pro Magazine provides you with the latest news, trends, and technologies for your coating needs. And the best part? It's completely free to anyone who signs up. Simply visit CoatingsProMag.com slash subscribe. Coatings Pro. Know what the pros know.